We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. And he's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. What is going on, Bay Area? Matt Steinmetz out today. Evan Giddings in for Steiny, but don't worry. The goo's back. Off a doctor's appointment, goo. How you feeling, man? What's, What's going up, on? Baby? E, can I call you Michael Jackson? Your style. You like. You're a smooth <laughs> criminal on the mic, man. You sound good. That. I'm just I tuned in yesterday a little bit. Uh heard Steiny throw rocks at me, but you had my back. Vitiligo. But E, you're smooth on the mic. But to come out of the doctor's appointment yesterday to the news that Chase Young is a niner, I Evan, are the other GMs in the NFL sleep? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, for Lynch to go add this to what they already have on the D-line, and I know right now there's problems. They're not getting home. I mean, here's a beer, John and Kyle, for never staying pat, standing pat, and now you got – Arguably, on paper, the best D-line in the game. Good morning, baby. Well, and I'm glad you want to start there because, look, we got a Warriors Wednesday. we got the Kings in town yeah. taking on the 3-0 on the road, Golden State Warriors. I know you're rocking the jacket. I still got a long way to go. I know, I know. you got a long way to go, but that bet looking all right. A lot better than last year. No I mean, doubt. What, over 30% of the way Man. home compared to 11 wins last year? So the Warriors are in town taking on the Kings at 7 o'clock. And, of course, Warriors Live starts at 6. But the biggest news in the Bay was made by the 49ers yesterday. And John Lynch, who once again, in your words, I think you put it perfectly before the show, made a low-risk, high-reward move in trading a third-round compensatory pick for Chase Young. And so, you know, with on the air, Steiny, we, we reacted to it yesterday, kind of flushed out how, you know, the, the move might affect the 49ers and, and how he's a fit. All, all that good stuff. But but the question I want to start with today, 888-957-9570 is the number, Comcast Business text line. What does the move mean? Like, what does it mean for the 49ers and for a team mm. whose strength and the majority of their cap is built into that defensive line, which has been an absolute force the last three seasons? Why do you feel a need to go out and get a Chase Young? Like that's that's kind of what I want to know. What mm. it, what does the move symbolize? What does it mean to you? What does it signal about the direction that the San Francisco 49ers season is going in entering the bye week? Th- that's a perfect question, and I think I got an answer. Evan, it means we always talk and look at this team through the prism of windows. Oh, you got the you know the cheap quarterback when it comes to contracts. But what this means and symbolizes to me, and if I'm a Niner fan, you got to be happy this morning, is they're all in. And when I say they're all in, not just the players, Evan, the front office, they're never content. And this was supposed to – I do have questions, Evan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was supposed to – D-line was supposed to be a strength, almost like you didn't hear uh, – you didn't need Chase Young, but the fact that they looked at themselves like the last three are unacceptable, the last three games, uh, Burrow picked them apart, the fact that they felt the need to pick up the phone and see if they could get something for much of nothing, a compensatory pick, Evan, uh, like this is low risk, high reward, but again, to answer your question, the front office is all in, 
And that's why if I'm a Niner fan, that's all you can ask for. I don't know what's going to happen, but damn, they're doing their their part. See, I, I don't know if the front office, if I can say that they're all in. Now, Tell I, me why. The, no, I think they want to win the Super Bowl, and I think they're going to do everything in their power to do it. But at the trade deadline, if you were all in, wouldn't you have gone out and gotten a member of the secondary? Wouldn't you have gone out and gotten some depth at O-line? Positions that have been decimated because either the defense, the D-line, the linebackers haven't played up to par, or offensively, you have not been able to... I mean, they're scoring 17 points a game compared to the 35 they were before in the first five games of the season. And the other reason I, I, I do wonder if it's accurate to assess the 49ers as being all in is because when you identify a weakness in your team, you generally address it. Now, I know NFL trades are not extremely common or haven't been prior to really the last few years. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles, team at 7-1, first place in the NFC. Their secondary stunk the first four or five weeks. I mean, it hasn't been very good compared to last year. So what do they do? They go out and trade for a former All-Pro safety Kevin Byard. Man, a baller. They got better. The Seattle Seahawks, who currently stand a half game in front of the 49ers in the NFC West. Frank Clark and your boy. Leonard Williams, yeah. former former Pro Bowler for the, for the New York Giants. Their weakness was on the defensive line. They addressed it. Now, the question remains, are those players going to be impactful enough to help the Eagles and the Seahawks? But it is very interesting to me that the 49ers chose to address a position that was supposedly supposed to be the strength of this team. And maybe you get richer... And that helps offset everything else. But I, I am kind of questioning what the move actually means for the direction of the 49ers season. Uh, man, Evan, I, I couldn't say it better. I'll just say this. All the things that you mentioned, they were on their to-do list. In reality, Evan, you can't just go to the football, to me, football Walmart and, and get everything that you want. It's almost like luck that you were able to get Chase Young and pry him from the commander's. But to for that, cheap, yeah, for, for cheap. cheap, for much of nothing. Yeah, and there is a question in my gut, my heart, on why you needed him. And on top of uh, Chase Young, I'll throw in Randy Gregory. Why you felt like you needed, but you lost some depth. You lost some B plus, uh, C plus type of players. Ebucom, all those DJ Jones, not the household names, but the depth. But I do wonder why they haven't been getting home. So. Uh, by all accounts, Evan, there were news yesterday that uh, Jackson from the Giants was was coming here to San Francisco. And I heard you yesterday. The fax machine got stuck or was at <laughs> something. It got unplugged. But they tried to address that. But to me, to get Chase Young, who has five sacks on this young season, that can play the run, I mean, my goodness, to me, I've seen all I need to see from, again, the front office on hey, we're going to do our part on the field as far as the players, but can you enhance us? And now, to me, Bonte just left out of here, and we were having a conversation, you, him, and I. Wilkes, I think he – doesn't this come with the job when you say, why is my defensive line not performing? And Bonte, and he's not by himself, and kind of you, Evan, if you let me know if I'm speaking for you wrong, why they're not getting home or getting after the quarterback, I don't know if it's something uh, strategic – but now that you add Chase Young to this D-line with Bosa, Armstead, and Hargrave, my goodness, again, on paper, I believe it's up there with Philly. Like, now, here we go. And I think the Niners did this. They benefit from, if we don't get to the quarterback, then fundamentally, Evan, Wilkes, there's no defending. Something's going on. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I want to run this by our Odyssey NFL insider, Ross Tucker. He's going to join us at Ross. 1.15 today. Ross is... I mean, he's got pretty much knowledge on just about every single team in the NFL. He's stationed in Philly. So I'm interested to see if he believes that this defensive line is better than the 49ers. We, of course, also got a chance for you to win an opportunity to play at the Chase Center. We're going to be giving out a knockout opportunity at 1230. So make sure to tune in then. Got to listen as you have all week and we will continue to do all week here on 95.7 The Game. And it's also Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. Trust name since 1922. Visit freemansappliance.com today. But 888-957-9570. 24 hours removed. I think it's hard to grade anywhere below a B or a B-plus for what the 49ers did yesterday. The move is, it's opportunistic, it's low risk, it's high reward. But how are you feeling about it a day after? 
888-957-9570. Does it help the 49ers? Does it address the problems that you guys have been talking about, you, Steiny and Guru, have been talking about for the last week, which is the secondary can't keep anybody in front. They're missing tackles. The D-line can't get to the quarterback. Mm. They can't seem to stop the run. And the offense can't seem to score more than 17 points. So I do think it signals to me a sense of urgency from this front office. At 5-3, and three, you're still in the driver's seat. You're still in good position. It's a bad 5-3. and three, But if you're I wondering that, if the season might begin to tip off the rails. Okay, so Chase Young, when he's healthy, and we know he had the ACL, just like Bosa, <laughs> both Ohio State boys. But, Evan, you let me know if you got the bye week, uh, you went shopping, you, you got a new weapon on the D-line. You would think this would give you – an infusion, right? The team's going to come back in Jacksonville and show the world defensively. You're right. They have been holding teams, even on bad days, except Cincinnati, to 17 around that that mm-hmm. juncture. But now it's back to let's fix Brock Purdy, 30 for Purdy. Uh, the last three games have been underwhelming as an offense. We'll leave that there. So I have confidence that Kyle and company can get that fixed. But now, if I'm a fan and I'm a defensive player and you speak of that secondary What's a, what's a cornerback's best friend of pass rush? And now if Chase Young is Chase Young that he was this year with the five sacks I mentioned, can stop the run, I, I think this is just no way we're not going to see just, you know, from the eye test that, oh, my gosh, they fixed the problem. And maybe I'm a, a little overzealous because, Evan, I'm up here like, oh, I wish they weren't on the bye so we could see this new D-line or defense. I'm going there they got to be fired up. They have to be. Also because they need to get fired up. Like, they need to play better. I mean, this defensive line with the additions now of Chase Young and Randy Randy Gregory, I don't know how you feel about it, Goo, but they got got no excuses. And I think Steve Wilkes also has no excuse for not getting to the quarterback because you might have the most talented defensive line in football. Oh, my gosh, man. You got... Chase Young, number two overall pick. Nick Bosa, number two overall pick. Eric Armstead's a first-rounder. Even Cleveland Farrell the, okay. coming off the bench, former first-round pick. Drake Jackson, second-round pick. Like You have a bevy of talent up front. Javon Hargrave just got $80-plus million. Like You have every single weapon at your disposal up front. And so, yes, while I don't believe that the 49ers did enough in the secondary at the trade deadline. And by the way, the report we're talking about was was false, according to John Lynch, said they were not close. I saw Drew down. Okay, so it wasn't a fax machine then. No, it wasn't. Okay. Well, allegedly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, we, we, don't, we don't know. But what we do know is that John Lynch said that the 49ers were not close to getting a member of the secondary. And, and I think that also points to them trying to find trades that align with helping the team, but also not putting themselves right. in... in you know, asset hell, so to speak. Like last year, McCaffrey essentially just cost you a second round pick. And, we and what did he do to your offense? You oh go. my God. Okay, there you go. They lose a game. Man. So, Evan, I was in the lab yesterday. And again, I just keep going to our conversation with you, Bonte, and I before he left out of here. Can I read some names off to you? Because I know in sports, especially me, the highlights, I'm enamored with the big names, and I'm not ashamed of that, but we're talking about why the Niners' defensive line, which was a strength, and I felt the same way I feel now when they went and poached Hargrave from the rival Eagles in the offseason. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's on and popping, but we haven't seen that production. I'm going to read some names to you, and you tell me what you think. Please do. Uh, DJ Jones, Arden Key, Hyder, Ridgeway, Aminahue, Ebucon, Ronald Blair. I know those guys aren't stars, but it gave you depth. And I'm just throwing this at you because I don't technically know how I feel. Do you think those guys not being in Niner uniforms are why this array of the four, that I'll call them the Fantastic Four, even without uh, your guy from D.C., is that is it should I slap myself for saying maybe that's why those Bosa, Hargrave, and Armstead aren't getting to the quarterback? Or hell no, goo, you you're mentioning guys that are okay, but they're not stars. So I'm wondering, did they lose depth? Or are you like, goo, you're missing the point? That ain't got nothing to do with what we're watching now and Bosa. Defense, a $120 million man not getting to the quarterback. That ain't got nothing to do with the names I just mentioned. Like, I'm conflicted. I think it has something to do with it, but not the majority. Like, if you're, play, if you're playing the Blaine game, that's 15%. Like, 85%. And Talk I'm going to I'm take the words out of Fred Warner's mouth. It's, it's on the players. Like, the players have not played up to their par, that they their bar, their expectation that they have set for themselves 
last season. And as much as, look, I, I love Samson Ebukam. I love Charles Amenahue. I, I love, uh, you know, Kerry Hyder. I think those, what you mentioned, Arden Key, yeah. DJ Jones, like those are all great in their own right players. But last season, you know the second highest sack total for the 49ers? It was five. That, whoa, go, boy. Nick Bosa had 18 and a half. This year, he's got three. You just went on and traded for a guy that has almost double the amount of sacks as your leading sack guy. <sighs> and that's both Bosa as well as Javon Hargrave, the two highest paid players on that defensive line. They have not played up to the level that they've set for themselves. And I don't know if Steve Wilkes is helping them unlock what potentially they could do. So I think there's a lot of issues on that D-line. And you need to fix them because help's not going to come in the secondary. The way that the 49ers can reestablish themselves as a top three or top two or potentially top one defensive unit like they've been in recent memory is through the D-line. That's it. I, that, I'm so with you. We got, uh, what time did you say we had Ross? 115. 115. Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL. Inside. And I'm going to go Kanye. I, I don't have the answers, Sway. You're Sway right now. Evan, I don't have the answers as to why pre-Chase uh, Young, this D-line couldn't cause havoc. But up until the after the Dallas game, they were who we thought they were. They were dogs. So I'm telling you this. I feel like all hell is going to break loose. I'm not being negative. I'm keeping it real because it's on the board, okay? If somehow this Chase Young impact doesn't help them, then it's got to be the guy. Are you telling me it's unfair to to put it at Wilkes? Who, if Wilkes was Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. if he's a defensive coordinator, it's got to be some blame on you, most of the blame, because what do you think Bosa and Hargrave and even Armstead, for that matter, have forgotten when it comes to getting after quarterback or have other teams found some weaknesses on Bosa after he signed his John Hancock to that contract? Like, I'm just lost. Well, And I think Steve Wilkes has, on particular plays, been lost. Like, calling an all-out blitz cover zero oh, right boy. before the half is probably a play where you look a little bit lost. But what I will say is there's a reason why they don't pay coordinators $120 million. All right, talk to me, man. Guaranteed. All right. Because they are not the ones on the field. They try to do the best possible job to put these guys in position to succeed. I think it's fair to say that Wilkes has not done that over the last three games. But we didn't hear a whole lot about him during that five-game win streak right, okay. in which the offense was throwing up 30 on the reg. Like, those are games in which you look back and say, actually, you know, that defense was pretty damn good. So... So what's happened the last three games? Is it all Steve Wilkes? It's probably part of it. I'm not going there because I I get that. That is totally unfair. But tell me if you give me a nickel for this take. So Robert Sala parlayed his defensive coordinator position into a head coaching job. He's with the Jets. Mm -hmm. D'Amico Ryan's followed him. He's in H-Town. I can make an argument. Those two have never gone through this much turbulence as Steve Wilkes is, even if you feel like it's not all on him. I don't think doing their tenure, both of the guys I'm talking about, Evan, you tell me if you think I'm wrong, I don't think they've ever had this stretch to where fans and just the NFL world are like, what's going on with the Niners' defense? You correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm with you, especially especially because this is a season in which defenses have thrived. Like, I'll just read you a couple numbers Give about what's going, around, going on around the league. Mahomes, Allen, Hurts. Top three MVP candidates from last year. All of eight picks. The elite quarterbacks are not lighting up the scoreboard the way that we've seen and become accustomed to. This year, 21.8. That's points per game around the league. That's the second lowest mark since 2009. 2.35 touchdowns per game from teams Mm. league-wide. That's the lowest mark since 2006. So it's not as if offenses are soaring outside of Miami, I guess. And it's not as if teams are throwing up points. Well, yeah, But that's kind of the the issue right now is it's not as if you look around and say, damn, well, every defense is getting their, you know, their, their, their butt whooped. Like the 49ers, the last three weeks, their defense has looked mortal, more than mortal. And it looks like they could be had and they've been had. They have, they have. And I wonder what people feel about what the move yesterday, trading for Chase Young, means. What it signals for the 49ers moving forward. Let's get to let's get to the phone right. too. Let's bring in a uh, Buck in Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont, what's up, Buck? You're on 95.7 The Game with Evan and Goo. What's going on, guys? I have one quick request, man. Uh, the promo that says Simon is doing a great job. 
That's my brother, the warrior. Is there any way we can get that off? I'm tired of hearing him brag about that. Uh, help me out. Uh, uh, like him saying he's having a hell of a year. No, it says Simon, you're doing a great job on the promo. Oh yeah, uh, in the in the in the open. Oh, in the open. Ah, yes, on the open. Yes, yes. I got to hear him brag about that. But that's enough about that. That was that's all. Okay. He's doing he's doing a great job. He's one of a kind. No, I know. I, I just don't want to hear my brother's voice on the radio every day. No, Is that Scotty's brother? No, it might have been Buck's brother. Sorry, oh. sorry, Buck, you're breaking up. I'm sorry about that. Let, I feel like that was actually the warrior calling in and just saying it was his brother, uh, too. Oh. <laughs> Steinmetz, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Like that guy? Called a goo baffled. <laughs> right. I don't think Steve Wilkes have been doing a great job. Man. And Evan, I'm not, again, I, I get Kyle it. Shanahan, I'm not Shanahan, honestly. Well, what about Bosa? What do you think he did? His mom not feed. He, she called Willard and Dibbs. I remember this I mean, he's one. He's been eating quote. the omelets. I don't well, know she said he had lost some weight. LBSs. I thought he put on weight. Well, I, I, she said he had lost. Like he was. I'm wondering if that might be. I don't know. Was I don't know. But Bosa, you got to get out there. This was supposed to be the strength without Gregory and Young. So now the Niners. It, it's almost majestic in this way. Now you give another weapon to Wilkes. And that defensive unit in Evan, if you can't get to the quarterback, then Houston, and Houston in this sense is San Francisco, we got a problem. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans, we got a problem. Uh, Gene's out in Oakland, wants to talk about the 49ers defensive line. What's up, Gene? You're on 95.7 The Game. How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. So, listen, uh, yeah, this is mostly on the players themselves. They're just not performing. Uh, yeah, some of it is Wilkes. I mean, we know about the gaffe in Minnesota that could have cost us the game. But listen, I mean, you look at someone like Bosa. Bosa's not played the same since the beginning of the playoffs last year, you know, when Wilkes, before Wilkes. So, uh, look, the, this team success, uh, starts with the defensive line. When the defensive line is playing well as it did earlier this year and it has in years past, they're putting pressure on the opposing quarterback. Then that they keep that keeps their score down, uh, gives us more options to score, allows us to play from ahead, which uh, you know, as has been well chronicled, we're a much 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 better team when we're playing from ahead, especially at the end of the game. But meanwhile, you look at the D line this year. I mean, you, you should, you know, as you as you said, we we lack the depth that we that we did last year mm. that we had last year. Uh, Jackson is, you know, he's starting to look like a, I mean, we may have to call him a bust at this point. He had one game, good game, I think, against Pittsburgh, and that's it. He's been MIA ever since. Uh, I told you about Bosa, something's off off with him. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, Armstead's been up and down. Um, you know, um, Hargrave has been good overall, but even he was MIA the last time. So, uh, look, I'm I'm really happy they made this acquisition. I think they needed to try to solidify the line. This guy Chase Young, he could be the yeah he he's going to help for sure, and he could be a difference maker. So uh, I'm you know I'm looking forward to seeing seeing what happens. Hey Gene, before you go, let me ask you this question because I'm about to pose it to Evan and the listeners real quick here. All right, three game losing streak. You're five and three in the bye. How do you feel about the whole team right now? Are you are you are your eyebrows raised? You, you, are you upset? I'm uh, I'm a little. Uh, yeah, I was a little in shock. Uh, mm-hmm. They went from you know unbeatable to you know have really struggling now. Uh, I think that you know you got to look at the injuries. I think we really are missing Debo and, and Trent uh, right now. That's a big deal, bigger, I think, than we, we originally thought. Uh, I think they're a little tired. I think they've, you know, I think their spirits are a little down. So I think the week off should make a difference. Hopefully everybody comes back uh, healthy and, uh, you know, with a newfound purpose. Um, somebody brought up uh, when the uh, near the, the Rams won, you know, they had a three-game losing streak, too, uh, earlier in the season, and then they turned it around, went all the way, and won the Super Bowl. So um, I'm hoping for the same with us. All right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, Gene. I mean, this is, look, this is a three-game skid. Really, the last game, I think, has people more perplexed about the defense, what Joe Burrow did. But, hey, I mean, Joe Burrow's an elite quarterback. He does that to a lot of teams. It was his highest completion percentage in his career. That's incredible. It was, statistically speaking, his 
third or fourth best game of his career. 21st downs in the first half. What, he completed 19 in a row? Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's just... That, that is pretty glaring. What else is glaring is the 17 points that the 49ers have averaged offensively That's the last three weeks. That's another part of this, too. And so coming up next, I do want to get back into what Chase Young symbolizes for the 49ers. The trade, no doubt, it's a great move. They got a low-risk, high-reward player that can help beef up that D-line. But what does it signal when a team goes out and gets a player and adds a player to what is supposed to be the position of strength? Do you see that as an asset? Do you mm. see that as an indictment? What do you think? 888-957-9570. Also, at 12.30 today, make sure to listen because we are going to give you a chance to play knockout on the Chase Center Court. We're going to be giving out you know, 10 slots throughout these two weeks. We've already had two go up the last couple of days. Your next chance to play knockout at the Chase Center Court is going to be at 12.30 today on 95.7 The Game. Ross Tucker at 115, Odyssey, NFL, and Steider. Looking forward to that conversation as well. We're going to step aside. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'd be right back after this. More Steiny and Guru, Evan in for Steiny on 95.7 The Game after this. It's the Guru, Steiny, Guru, Steiny, Guru, Steiny Show. Let's go! This is Drake. Evan. I tweeted the Drake album was a flop. I'm in love with it, baby. You got to. Is just... this from the last Drake no, album? No, no, this is a, a while ago. It's a while ago. Yeah, two, okay. three albums ago. <laughs> Back when it was good. But his new Evan, you got to be in a good frame of mind to listen to an album. I'm rushing ju- shocker. I'm rushing to judgment. But that album got some slappers on it. I, I, I like the one with J. Cole on it, the, the first-person shooter, I you, think. I think you texted me, yeah, J. That, snapped. Yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> I'm a big, big J. Cole uh, guy. That means he rapped. He went off. <laughs> yeah. means he was doing his thing. Uh, we're going to try to keep doing our thing up until 2 o'clock, and then, of course, Will and Dibbs taking over before Warriors Live 6 o'clock tonight. A reminder also that Warriors, tonight, Warriors Live tonight will be with John Dickinson, and it's going to be from Ballast Point Brewing Company starting at 6 p.m. So stop by Ballast Point Brewing Company. That's on, I think, a little bit farther up yeah. 16th Street by Chase Center. JD. Yeah, so stop by and say hello before the game. I Evan, I don't. I need I need cover. My guy, Hawk, from the U. Mm-hmm. He's texting me, Goo, you're really bl- blaming uh, uh, Wilkes. Bonte was like, you blaming Wilkes? I'm blaming the everybody involved on the defensive side of the ball, but to answer your question before break, I guess what we've seen thus far the last three games, it is an indictment on the players. And when you call an all-out blitz, which I won't forget before half, I think it's fair to say everybody is a culprit. I, I agree. And and in general, like if I'm a trying team, to be fair. If a team is better than another team, it's like would you say the 49ers are better than the Cleveland Browns three weeks ago? Yes. Would you say two weeks ago the 49ers are better than the Vikings? Yes. No, the spread was 10 for Cleveland, 7 for uh, uh, the Vikings. And even the last weekend against Cincy, I think mainly because it was at home, but it was minus 4. That's a game you're favored to win. I think that loss out of the three makes the most sense. But when you when it comes off the two stinkers before, that's all. Then you get a little bit concerned considering Joe Burrow's doing whatever he wants in the secondary. Your offense was largely good. But I do think that some of the passing numbers for Brock Purdy, outside of the interceptions, I told Stani as much. Please. Like he had 180 passing yards in the fourth quarter. Okay, there we go. Right. When he was right. when he was down. Yeah. So you know some of that's padded a little bit. I do wonder, and, and I think there are eyes that should be on the offense. I think everyone is mostly concerned with the defense because it came off of the Cincy game, but the offense has not pulled its weight, just like the defense hasn't pulled its weight. And my point about being better than an opponent. 
if you are, then I do think you're right, Goo, that there are a lot of things that need to go wrong for you to lose a football game. And it seems like the last three weeks for the 49ers, there's been issues up front, there's been issues on the back end, there's been issues in turnovers, there's been issues apparently up in the booth with Steve Wilkes. There's a lot of stuff that they got to correct between now and Jacksonville. No doubt. And again, here I go. Nobody cares what I was doing yesterday. Evan, coming out of the doctor's office in the car, in the caddy, I heard Steiny talk about his imaginary friend, the, the Harry or whoever it was. He was mad at me. And he was mad at me because I was pointing out that Kurt, uh, Purdy's uh, turnovers were coming like in money time. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you three, uh, tell you and everybody listening, and Evan, that I blame and all John. three Spadoni, all three losses on uh, Purdy. But the one constant was the turnovers came in money time. So I didn't say he was playing all bad. I just said this is new. But right now they got a major problem. And the reason they went out and got Chase Young for much of nothing is an indictment on the guys on the field and everybody involved, and I'm including Wilkes, and I think that's fair. And, and again, I'm on Kyle's neck about the offense. Yeah, no doubt. I think everyone has a piece of the pie when it comes to the blame game. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. He'll be back tomorrow with Guru. Uh, Steinmetz taking the day off some well-hard-earned time off Steiny. for Matt Steinmetz. Goose back in today. We got Ross Tucker coming up at 115. Also, this segment brought to you by Xfinity 10G Network, made for streaming live sports. Okay, so Goo, it's interesting you bring up Chase Young and what it means, or kind of the like again, I think it was a great trade. I think it was a player that they identified that was cheap, that was essentially not going to cost them anything. And by the way, you also get a look at a player that is going to become a free agent. That's so you get him in the building, you get a chance to evaluate, do you want to be a part of this team long term? Do the 49ers want Chase Young a part of this team long term? But to your point, Peter King was on with Muller and Dibbs yesterday. Oh, I missed him. And I thought he had something really interesting to kind of... I don't know, dig deeper into what you're talking about as to why the 49ers Man. would trade and add to a position that's supposed to be of strength. I think it's a little weird that they had to go do this. And and honestly, another time, another day, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan might have said, might, 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 that let's go get Jalen Johnson for what we had to pay for Chase Young. Or, or let's go get Rasul Douglas. You know, for a little bit less, maybe, than we had to pay. I mean, because this team is not without problems in the secondary. So I guess I guess I look at it and say, it's okay. It, it's And it's probably a good move. But, I mean, if, if you thought after you got Javon Hargrave and signed Nick Bosa that you were going to have to go and make this, I don't even want to call it an urgent signing, whatever you want to call it, at the trade deadline, for one of the best edge guys in the game, I think they might have said, are you kidding me? Do you realize how much we have spent, you know, to fortify the defensive line? I don't know. I, I would look at it and say, I understand why they did it, and it's not a horrible move, but I, I don't think that they ever thought they were going to have to do this. That, wow, man. 888-957-9570. Wow. Do you feel the same wow. as Peter King that the move yesterday, albeit a good one, is a little weird? Like, what does it signal about the 49ers and the direction of this season? Because as much as I was reacting yesterday, Goo, in the moment, I was like, oh, this is you know, this is a great pairing. Look, right. no, Nick Bosa's got a running mate on the other side, guy he played in college with, although I don't think they were actually on the field together at the same time because Bosa had the ACL. Okay. But... Chase Young is a great defender against the pass as well as the run. But where, like, was that your problem? If you had to identify the things you were least concerned about coming into this season, man, D line's probably at the top. Yeah, DL and not disabled list. I'll tell you this, Evan. Hearing Peter say that, he's not wrong, man. He's just not. So I'll tell you this the Bears with Jalen Johnson, by all accounts, there was no price to get him in anybody's uniform. They were holding on to him. But I'll tell you this, and you didn't ask, Evan, I would rather they have gotten somebody on the D-line than a stud quarterback and then rolled the dice that the D-line would get home hmm. with what they had because you could have Dion in the backfield, and if it's three to four to five seconds, it don't matter who it is, you know, the chances of deflecting or intercepting the pass go way down. So they got what I believe will help them Figure out a problem. Now, there's a problem on the offense, and that's Kyle's That's Kyle's issue. But to me, Evan, this signals all we can do 
is add more talent. This dude has been a stud when healthy. He has five sacks. He could stop the run. So I believe and why I keep going and defaulting to Wilkes is now I feel like Kyle's like, Okay, we went and got another ingredient, an ingredient we thought was on back order that we thought we would never have at our disposal. We got it. Now, here, Wilkes, go make the stew. And if he can't make the stew taste good, then I think they're looking at him sideways because he oversees the defense, Evan, and they're going to say, Has Hargrave forgot how to get to the quarterback? Let me remind you his sack total last year. Let me remind you that Bosa was DPOY. Let me remind you that Armstead got cut a check. So have all these guys all at once, I'm asking you, Mm -hmm. do you feel like they forgot how to get after the quarterback? Because I don't know, but it can't be all of them at once have just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to hunt. Well, that's why it's been so confusing. Like it's been so perplexing. It's, it's a group of guys that have played together outside of Hargrave, like he's the newest addition, but everyone else has been there for quite some time. Even Drake Jackson, who I know, had, well, he had three sacks in the first game, hadn't heard from him since. At all. At all. And that's why I think a lot of people are with you, Goo, that it might be coaching more than the players. I personally would put the, the blame at more the doorstep of the guys making the cash. Yeah, but I'm are, mad at that. But are they being deployed correctly? Like, maybe Nick Bosa <sighs> is a guy that would rather line up in bull rush or would rather implement more stunts, and he's not getting enough opportunities at that. And uh, Beard on uh, the YouTube chat, powered by First North Cal Credit Beard. Union. What it signals to him is that Kyle thinks the coverage and run issues are scheme-related, and it can be fixed with coaching, to your point. On the Comcast business text line, you know, for the 925, if the 49ers were 8 no, this would be a discussion about are they bolstering their defense for a Super Bowl run? You know, from the 707, I really believe this is just for depth. They want to ring now. And the way to make sure that you have a pass rush for the playoffs is to be stubborn and sticking with this line. Like, so I, I'm very curious to hear what people want to do about this or what they think it symbolizes at 888-957-9570. Evan, real quick before you go there, what if I said to you, because I love the question, and, and this is what we do, Sports Talk Radio, whatever you think it symbolizes, it doesn't take from what has just transpired. And what has transpired is you got another stud, a former number two pick, relatively young, on your D-line, so doesn't it matter now what happens start next week in Jacksonville? Absolutely. So that's why I feel like I, I Wilkes is on notice because both ain't going anywhere. The Hargrave's not going anywhere, right? Of course not. This, this just gives whoever the power to be more, uh, more uh, info mm-hmm. or things to work with to come down on somebody's head on why the defensive line, or the defense for that matter, is going south, yeah. if it continues. And that's the Jacksonville team that's won five games in a row, oh, by the way. Uh, I see Bob out in San Francisco has been hanging on, hanging on very patiently. Appreciate you, Bob. You're on with Evan filling in for signing, and of course, Daryl the Guru Johnson. What's up, Bob? How are you? Oh, fine. It's always a great show. Thanks. Um, Thanks I man. just, uh, I, got, I got like three points, really. First off, I love the trade. I think it's going to solidify. See, what Peter King didn't realize, we don't have another edge rusher. We haven't had a guy since Ford, right? So that you know, that's really just going to uh, alleviate some of that pressure that Bosa has been double team, triple team. That naturally he's not going to have the same kind of numbers, whether he looks good or not. One thing that drives me crazy though, when they play the run, these guys are always shooting the inside gap, leaving nobody for the corner or the mm. outside linebacker to, to 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 solidify that area. I think Chase Chase Young is going to do that. He's going to make sure that nobody runs outside of him on his side. And then I was shocked that they got rid of Ebukam because last year, when you look at his numbers, he was great. <laughs> so that, that really shocked me, too. That surprises me. But um, one of the last thing I want to say is I, I like Armstrong, Armstead. I think he's a great guy. But when you're getting your butt whooped in the fourth quarter and you make a sack and you're out there celebrating, that's just a bad look. And that's part of, I think, the mentality of the defense. I mean, you got to like just put your, put your nose to the grindstone and get out there and get the quarterback and, and make sure you stop and tackle these guys. You'll go out there and celebrate because of a mild achievement, right? So, I mean, that's part of the issue that I got as well. So, anyway, thanks, guys. No, I appreciate that. Man, Valid points. Call. I mean, I, I think 
look, and I'm not trying to be hypercritical about the deal. I think it was a good move by John Lynch. No doubt. But it is eyebrow-raising that the one area you identify... Like, so, for example, let's let's go back 365 days. They went out and got Christian McCaffrey, right? Shocked the world. They had a problem at running back. Elijah Mitchell showed that he could not stay healthy. He could not stay on the field. And at the time, you just moved off your former third-round pick. T, uh, Ty, Ty Davis-Price had not really been that yeah. good. Jordan Mason wasn't ready yet. You were devoid of running back production. Debo Samuel was probably your best running back entering the, the trade de- deadline last year. So you went out and you got the best guy on the market, and you got a guy that fits seamlessly with what you do. I'm not saying that Chase Young doesn't check some of the boxes, but I didn't necessarily look at the defensive line as a place that needed to be addressed to get deeper. I didn't look at it as a place where the issues were primarily coming from. Now, look, I think that they well, they should be better with Chase Young involved in it. But to be me, better. but to me, I, I, I just I my eyes were on so many different places outside of that that spot. And honestly, Goo, I don't know about you, but I feel like the defensive line was a place that was going to correct itself, that could improve internally, more so than any of the other positions that were not addressed in the trade deadline. Man, Evan, I'm hearing you out loud, man. I I agree with you 100%. And again, I don't have my answer. I don't have the answers. I'm perplexed. But at least the organization, to me, Lynch and Shanahan, and every time I would tell you and Steiny, not that I was mad that uh, Lynch would do the Jerry Jones a few times this year, even in Pittsburgh, be on the sideline, former player, Hall of Famer. He wants to win. He's in it to win it. So when they, they pulled off what they did with McCaffrey, they, they weren't settling. And then they follow up the next year. All of a sudden now they're having problems on the defensive line, and I'm with you. This was their strength. And just imagine this for a minute. You say go back 365. They went to Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game last year without Hargrave, and the D-line led by that version of Bosa was their strong suit. It set the tone. Mm -hmm. So, again, for people coming down my road, and it's just a few of them, and my boy Hawk, like, Goo, why are you putting it the doorstep of uh, Wilkes? It's like if my kids are messing up and getting in trouble, the teacher calls the parent. And, the, the, you know, you're supposed to be the super the, the supervision, the supervisor. So yeah. that's why I keep bringing Wilkes up. But, again, to make this move yesterday, I'm almost like, okay, it's a fresh start, Evan. Forget why they've underachieved collectively on the D-line. To me, up until this point, I would think going into this bye week, you got your new toy, you implement them, and then you, you wreck havoc start next week because – I don't think we'll ever, and it is a concern, we'll ever get the answers as to why they felt like, not just uh, your boy Chase Young, why they even took a flyer on Randy Gregory, who I'm high on, no pun intended, you know, yeah, the hippies, but, (laughs) you know, why did you feel like you needed that? Like, there are signs behind closed doors, but again, you telling me, I'm just asking you, Evan, and I love you. Bosa forgot how to get to the quarterback, and all of a sudden, he all his only move is a bull rush. Like I think that would have shown reared its head earlier. Well, but it, it didn't. And, and look, Cincinnati is a team that's given up a lot of sacks. Like that old line is He's not right. the, the Cowboys of the nineteen nineties. Boy has forty yards on the like, They don't have Larry ball. Allen up front. Man, <laughs> they don't it's got Orlando mistake. Pace on yeah. the left side. Like that's a that's an offensive line that I would imagine on most days that the Fortnite should whip, and they didn't. And especially in the run, like the the last possession in the fourth quarter where they pretty much just ran it at Bosa the last three or four plays with Mixon, like that is something where I'm looking. I don't know how you scheme for that. I don't know if he needs more help. But if a run's coming to your side and you're not setting the edge and you're getting bounced and Mixon's getting outside, like that's on you. Man. So if you're the guy, go and you're Strahan and all the guys that I compared Bosa to. Who the hell, who cares if Jesus is on the other side? If they're if you can, if you got a problem with the, they're coming at you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're running your way. Nobody can help you with that. And maybe Chase Young can help them with that. Maybe I think he can help them against the run. <sighs> he clearly has gotten to the quarterback this season. He can set the edges. He's done it. And I watch a lot of NFC East games. Yeah. He's done it when healthy. And he is healthy. You mentioned the fact he's played every game this year. He's got five sacks. He's played in 84% of snaps this year. That's a career high for him, including the year he won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Man. So they are 
supposedly getting the best version of Chase Young. It should help this defensive line. I want to get out to TJ and Sam Mateo. Wants to talk about the arms race in the NFC West. What's up, TJ? You're on 95.7 of the game. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, the Seahawks picked up Big Cat Williams, and I'm wondering if that had anything to do with the Niners going after Chase Young, thinking it's like an arms race. Seattle has those two uh, corners, though, that we don't got. And um, also, one thing, Guru, man, can you throw a line to Dunleavy? I'm sitting in the nosebleed tonight. First NBA game. Oh, okay. I'm on it. As soon yeah. as we hang up, I'm 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 gonna reach out to. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to hear, baby. Yeah. Right, there you go, Big Mike. Yeah. You got him on speed dial. Yeah, you know. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, I got you, <laughs> dude. I know we we'll get to the Warriors, but yeah, Warriors it's all good tonight, in the hood right seven now. Man, they look professional. They got a lot going their way. Okay. Uh, Strength in numbers is Fox. back, Evan. I believe. It looks like okay. it. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we were kind of tossing around yesterday. Like, I feel like most of my questions are about the starting lineup. Not <laughs> that. That's a, not especially the, the game in Houston. The, the bench was all plus. I know. It's, it's pretty uh. incredible what they call the Chris Paul effect. Uh, Larry's in Roseville. What's up, Larry? He wants the to talk deal. about the 49ers culture. You're on with Evan and Goo here on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Larry? Hey, Evan. You guys are you guys are killing it today, man. Guru, I need you to lose your mind for me, man. You got you to gotta have that meltdown. That you normally do about these Niners. This starts at the top, man. Be careful. Mm. I was just telling your guys right now. Simmer. This is I'm a boss. I run my company. You know, if I had the same players last year and I got the same players this year, what's the problem, man? Mm. What are we doing? So okay, you're not blaming is, the coordinator then? Yeah, don't sound like you're blaming I'm Wilkes. I'm blaming the coordinator all day long, and it starts at the top. It starts with Kyle and that coordinator. They need to get it. They need to clean this up, or they need to change it up, man. I'm cool with, hey, put the D-line coordinator on this these thing. That guy loses mind out there. And you need to be on the sideline, man. I'm sorry. I love the fact that guys do are successful from the, the top, but we've never had that, man. We've always had that culture, and right now it feels like it's broken on both sides of the ball, man. It's irritating. It's irritating, man. I can't take it no more, man. I live up here by these Kings fans. They're driving me nuts as it is. You know what I mean? So I don't need this. Well, I don't, I don't think they'll be driving you nuts tonight. But Now, Evan, I was kind of out of it yesterday. You helped me out. Was there a report from NBC Sports Bay Area? I could be wrong or I got a duped, Spadoni, because I do get duped on X, uh, on Twitter. Um, I love that you call it X. <laughs> did Kyle say he was going to have a private conversation with Wilkes about being on the sideline? Uh, No. Look, okay, I have no problem with people – blaming Steve Wilkes for not having uh, the best play calls or not putting together the best game okay. plans. Because that's or, not or where I'm going before you answer improperly. Let me tell you where I was going because I want to hear. The last two guys that ran this defense, Evan, looked like Lawrence Taylor or crazed wild men on the sideline. I know it's not high school, and I just wonder, and you can look at me, Goo, look at Bosa's paycheck. He shouldn't need that guy, but Wilkes is upstairs do you think that has anything to do with it, or you think I'm crazy for even bringing that up? Well, I think it was yesterday in the morning, Rose, Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider, addressed that very question. Oh. I want to play his answer oh, okay. for you and see what you think. Dan Quinn, you know, he coordinates the Cowboys defense. He sits up in a booth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, when <laughs> you start, when you start, honestly, Bonte, if you start saying, well, is this going to make a difference? Like, if you're thinking about a coach is upstairs or downstairs, <laughs> like, maybe that's the problem right there. Yeah. You know, not, not that he's upstairs or downstairs. It's like, who gives it? Nobody gives a crap. Right. Like, call the defense. Right. Like, I, you know, if the guy's down the field, honestly, hell, if they, if Shanahan's upstairs calling the plays, call the plays upstairs. Like, it should make a difference. The play's the play. you got to execute the play. I'm with you. And so, you know, I'm sure there, you know, you got the bye week. I'm sure there's all kinds of player-only meetings, which is always a problem. But, look, they've lost three in a row. By the time they get to the field, the next time, they will not have won a game in a month. Damn. Those are facts. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the way, like, I think Baldy said it perfectly. I, I don't think there's a difference between being in the booth or on the sideline. But I do think that with the expectation that the two predecessors you're talking about, oh Salah gosh, and Ryan, yeah. set, they're, like, understandably, the radar's going to go off when Steve Wilkes is in the booth, and he doesn't make as many of those kind of corrections as you like to see. Now, I will give Wilkes credit, even though they got lit up, I think it was the first half against Minnesota, 
They did a pretty good, pretty good job in the second You're half. Right. Brock Purdy did not play Gave well down the, the stretch of that football game okay. against Cincinnati. It was a seven-point game in the third quarter. So it's not as if the defense hasn't reacted and changed. It's just for whatever reason, the first five games, the offense and the defense got off to great starts. They played from ahead. They played with the lead. Mike Tyson. Last three games, they have coincidentally found themselves down early in games. The offense has not responded, and the defense has been getting gashed in the first half. I think that right now, the 49ers, we're trying to figure out, is this a front-running football team that needs to play with a certain script, that needs to play with a lead, that needs to have everything go right for them? Or are they a team that can correct the way we've seen them do the last two years in which they started 3-5 and and 4-4 and and then ran the table en route to the NFC Championship games? So that's where I was going. So they've shown and demonstrated they can deal with adversity and turn it around and get to great heights like the NFC Championship game, which they've done the last two seasons. They have. It's a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Also remember at 1230, we're going to give you a chance to win a spot to play knockout, knockout. at Chase Center. Got a few more slots running through the end of next week. Every single show, 7.30 in the morning roast. Steiny Guru at 12.30 every single day. And then at 4.30 on Willard and Dibs. So listen at 12.30 for your chance to win, your chance to play knockout at Chase Center. Coming up next, I do I do see you, David, in San Francisco. I see you, David, in El Cerrito. I want to take your calls and get deeper into what the Chase Young move signals, what the Randy Gregory on top of that move signals, and where you think the 49ers are headed. What do they need to correct the most now in the bye week. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.